is Poduck Fancast, a podcast that's sometimes about Poduck, and we are your hosts. I'm Michelle. I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr at Poldark Muses, and I tweet at Musings. And I'm Rita. I unfortunately live in England. <coughs> I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark, and I tweet at Rita Bites. And welcome back to another quarantine mini-sode. We're here every week during the coronavirus crisis with a new mini-sized podcast to listen to where we discuss something we watched that week. During the month of October, we will be watching some spooky period dramas. And this week, we watched the 2006 adaptation of Jane Eyre. But as always, before we talk about the thing, let's learn about it in our Wikipedia corner. Okay, so Jane Eyre is obviously a 2006 television adaptation of the novel of the same name. English writer Charlotte Bronte published it under the pen name Courier Bell on the 16th of October 1847. Jane Eyre is a building's roman that is a genre that focuses on the psychological and moral growth of the protagonist from youth to adulthood. I said that uh, in film speak, it would probably be described as a coming-of-age tale, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it follows the experiences of its titular heroine, including her growth to adulthood and her love for Mr. Rochester, the brooding master of Thornfield Hall. (laughs) Yes, brooding, capital B, trademark. (laughs) Um, The novel revolutionized fiction by being one of the first to focus on its protagonist's moral and spiritual development through an intimate first-person narrative where actions and events are colored by a psychological intensity. Charlotte Bronte has been called the first historian of the private consciousness and the literary ancestor of writers like Proust and Joyce. I guess that's like, she is responsible for Catcher in the Rye, everyone. I am there. Uh, Sorry. Oh, but dear. That's the truth. Oh, um, God. <laughs> the story also contains elements of social criticism with a strong sense of Christian morality at its core. And it is considered by many to be ahead of its time because of Jane's individualistic character and how the novel approaches the topics of class, sexuality, religion, and of course, feminism. Nowadays, it's one of the most famous romance novels of all time and as such has been the subject of numerous adaptations on television, theatre, and film, as well as three full-length operas. What? A ballet. (laughs) Yes. And even a manga, which I now need to read immediately. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know something? I wound up picking up um, a manga of Emma. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally excited. <laughs> uh, the novel has also been the subject of a number of significant retellings, most notably Jean Reese's 1966 novel, Wide Sagasso Sea, which describes the background to Mr. Rogers' marriage from the point of view of his wife. So is it just, like, craziness? It's very revisionist and sort of paints Mr. Rochester, well, they completely changed her name, um, <laughs> and paints Mr. Rochester as, like, the evil, oppressive white man that came along and pulled oh, her, yeah. Oh, I mean, Lord. the colonial aspects of this novel are there, yeah. especially if you ask me about like, the Sinjin bits. The Sinjin bits are way worse. Um, oh, yeah. But let's not, like, reframe Mr. Rochester just to 
Yeah. Yeah. You use your own characters for this shit, people. That's how I yeah, feel about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, this four-part BBC television serial adaptation was broadcast in the UK on BBC One from the 24th of September onwards. It was written by Sandy Welch, who also wrote North and South. <laughs> the The one up in, you know, in England, not yeah. in the US. No. Um, and the 2009 adaptation of Emma with Johnny Lee Miller. Which is a... Ah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the good one. Sigh. Well, now there are two good ones. That is true. Well, the, mm-hmm. like, the other ones aren't bad. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But yeah, before this newer one, the Johnny Lee Miller one was That my was favorite. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, let's see. Um, back... <laughs> Back to Jane Eyre, uh, it was directed by Susanna White, who's worked on Bleak House previously. This miniseries is generally considered a successful adaptation, garnering critical acclaim and a number of prestigious nominations from various award bodies, including the BAFTAs and Emmys. Lucasta Miller's review in The Guardian said that, quote, the new BBC version shows that it is possible to make successful drama by telling the story straight. It features an excellent performance from Toby Stevens, pause to sigh, (laughs) who manages to make Rochester simultaneously macho and vulnerable, and also from Ruth Wilson as a quizzical, strong, and unneurotic Jane. Yay! Nice. Nice review. Um, So what's your relationship with the book and the other adaptations? What else have we seen here? You know something? Um, This is the only adaptation I've ever seen, and I have not read the book. (gasps) I know. Blasphemy. Okay, well. (laughs) I got into into Austin late in life, too, so, yeah. From that gasp, you'll know that I have read the book. Yeah, I, I I caught on to that. I caught wind of that. Yeah. Um. So, I can't remember when I read the book. Like, I feel like it's ingrained in me. Uh, but I have reread it. The most. I think it's probably my most read book of all time. Oh in wow! Part because I actually studied it not once but twice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. So, so my, I, I was looking for a copy of my book and I was just realizing I need to buy another one because um, I, it's full of <laughs> Have you beat the other one? <laughs> you I'm beat looking. the other one to death? <laughs> um, I can't read this. I don't really want to read my opinion on shit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's but awesome. Did you never watch the newer one with uh, Fassbender? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of picked that up because of uh, your response to, oh, which one are we seeing? Oh, 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 dear. Hmm. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I, I, I like him, but. Yeah, he's miscast, though. He's miscast. Oh. You know, he's too pretty. He's too pretty for that role. Uh, we'll get into, like, some of the other adaptations I have since learned about. And, oh, there was some miscastings going on. You think Fassbender's prettier than Stevens? In a different way. I think he's more conventionally, like, attractive in the role, uh-huh. in, particularly in the role. Like, I the see. way they've styled him, he's still very much just Fassbender. Toby Stevens uh, is still, like, incredibly hot, 
he fits yeah. the description of like a weathered macho man that was ah. not the aesthetic that would have been considered handsome at the time. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I'm I'm with you now. Um, I'm with you now I... there have been fifteen film and television adaptations of this. What the hell? <laughs> Oh, stop, people! Just stop doing it at this point. The story's been told! It's been done. Um, personally, when I was look- looking over it, I was quite interested in seeing the... There's a 1943 version with Orson Welles as Rochester. Um, can you imagine the drama? Oh, yeah. That would have been... That would have been intense. <laughs> and then Amazon Prime had the... There's a 1997 one with Samantha Morton as Jane and your favourite, Kieran Hines, <laughs> as Mr. Rochester. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I was like, well, I don't know that I can handle seeing him again. Like, there's been a lot of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Um, so, obviously, you've seen the series before, um, as have I. Um, I was actually, and it this was, it was pretty recently, um, I was, um, you know, up to my eyeballs in Poldark and uh, chatting with uh, someone who had read some of my stories and you know, I mentioned that I, you know, was also a big fan of the show Black Sails, which starred Toby Stevens, of course. Um, and um, he, you know, she immediately said, have you seen Jane Eyre with Toby Stevens? And I'm like, uh, no, no. Um, and so she's, you must, you must, you must. see it. And so I, um, I wound up uh, finding it on, it, no, it wasn't on uh, free. Ch- it wasn't on. I couldn't get it anywhere, um, and so I had to order it from Amazon.co.uk. <laughs> and so I ordered a copy, and thankfully I've got a region-free um, Blu-ray, and so I watched it and was immediately gobsmacked uh, by the the storytelling. You know the the performances. The, the whole nine yards um, just fell in love with it and was like, thank you, God, <laughs> that I now have this DVD in my collection. And I think it was maybe six or eight weeks later that it wound up showing up on, um, I think it was either Netflix or Amazon. Prime <laughs> or I was like, <clears throat> well, okay. The shipping was worth it. Just say it. The shipping was it worth was it. Worth it was worth it because it. I, I yeah. bought it on Amazon Prime. And then I, mm-hmm. by the third episode, I realized <laughs> it took me three episodes, but I realized they were cutting out scenes. And I was like, oh, it's the PBS version, isn't it? <laughs> then they were only 50 minutes long. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was too late for me to like go root out my DVDs at that point. I was just like, we're just, well, I remember some of the scenes. This will do. Oh, man. Oh man! See, I, so I've never seen the the one with the missing scenes, so okay. I'm not so not no, quite sure which one. We're in a weird position being... where I now have. <laughs> I know it's it's been reversed most of the time. Oh, how the turntables, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> yes, but I I actually um watched this air live week to week, which is like an insane oh. memory I had. Um. Oh my god! 
um, this aired actually <laughs> the exact month that I started my A level English lit studies of Jane Eyre. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it just wasn't entertainment. It was educational. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a lot of people ended up just watching it instead of reading the book. But it was fun because we would have whole classes where we would be like, did you watch it? What did you think? Uh, oh, cool. That was <laughs> the most bizarre way to experience Jonah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so clearly, I think uh, both of us... Um, are kind of over the moon about this production. Um, uh, what did you think overall? I think this is one of the greatest things to ever happen to humanity. <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> no, but it, it is like by far the best adaptation. And I think one of the best adaptations of any novel mm-hmm. onto television ever. Because I think it's it does the pacing perfectly if you had watched the 2011 movie as you hadn't but you know maybe some of the listeners have and they tried to squeeze way too much into the runtime you literally how long was it i don't know it felt really long but you you're like not getting into like the characters or really building any relationship mm-hmm. because they're trying to squeeze everything in like the childhood then Everything mm-hmm. with the Rochester and then the marriage and then her running away and then her coming back. like, And there's also too much time spent on uh, Dame Judy Dench as Mrs. Fairfax. Because, you know, when you hire her, you have to give her screen time. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 It's just part of the contract. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. So it, it's like the four hour running time meant it captured everything vital that you needed from the the story and like the review earlier said like it's really just retelling the story i have had to read some descriptions from the other versions of the the 15 adaptations and a lot of them like cut entire chunks of the story out to try and make it fit their movie and it's like eh, uh, you can't really do that it's a bit yeah. like the stuff uh, all of the stuff at Lowood is like depressing and long, um, but necessary for establishing her character. Like this isn't just a romance, and you need that shit. Um, yeah, totally agree. Um, it, the twenty eleven one was a movie. Michael Fassbender's Michael Fassbender's not doing a TV show. Are you kidding me? That's absurd. That's absurd. <laughs> Whoever had this idea is it just should be taken out to the woodshed well apparently 15 different people had this idea (laughs) (laughs) no i mean about the movie yeah um, situation but uh man what a misstep and of course now i'm curious about it but nope it's on netflix it's on netflix if you want to i was like i was going to do it to myself just to make a comparison but then i was like no (laughs) I don't, I don't need it in my life again. <laughs> Though it does, like, don't it, do that to yourself. A, it does steal quite a few bits from this adaptation. Um, the location's the same. Some of the lighting oh, choices wow. and costumes are similar. It's all a bit, um, but still not as good. 
Because it's too much to pack into two hours. Yes. I mean, and I watched, I watched the whole thing in one sitting. Insane. I, 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 you know, it's like I got started and I was like, all right, I'm not moving. I'm not just, the first DVD had episodes one through four in it. And then the last one had five. And, um, you know, there's an option to, you know, to play it one um, episode at a time. And then there's also the play all option. I was like, click, let's go. Let's light this candle. And like the beginnings (laughs) and ends of episodes are like truly amazing. Because you're like the end of the first episode. His fucking bed is on fire. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Favorite characters. Uh, well, <laughs> I think like uh, Ruth w- Wilson's performance is incredible. It's exquisite, and this this was like her breakout role. She had just come out of drama school. She was a young babe, and she just like completely mm-hmm. holds this shit together. Just amazing. Oh yeah, she she is so delightful to watch in. Uh, her productions. Uh, I, I'm a big Luther fan, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, seeing her in that was just mind blowing. Um, I have not watched The Affair. Me either. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I tried. I I got like halfway through the first episode, and I was like, "Oh, this is not for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she her performance was amazing. Um. Um, I've already referenced my um, love and appreciation of Toby Stevens, um, who I didn't find out until maybe I was way deep into my Black Sales obsession. Yeah, who his mother is? <laughs> his yeah, who his mother is? Which you know, I you know just basically had me sitting with my mouth hanging open, um, and then of course I saw it. Yeah, you really see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you saw it, you saw it in yeah. this production, particularly when he would shift over to the more uh, vulnerable side of uh, Rochester um, in the eyes. I mean, there, her eyes are right there. And, and, I thought yeah. all of his monologues as mm-hmm. well were very like Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, um, I I w- will watch anything that he's in. Um, I think he's that good of a performer. Um, the one thing I have not watched recently is the reboot of Oh God, Lost in Space. Oh yeah, yeah, which um, they have been filming up in Canada, um, but uh, yeah. I started watching it, and then I got distracted by, you know, oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Life. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? Uh, any uh, other favorite characters? Adele. 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 Just <laughs> iconic, French, sassy, wears a yes. dress like no one's business. Yes. Will just blurt out anything in French, just <laughs> constantly singing, and I love her. I want to be her. Yes. Her, her little ringlets and just, 
Oh, mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She's just um, absolutely adorable. Um, I also enjoyed, um, oh, gosh, uh, when she winds up. And, um, and I apologize. If you hear little tags rattling and stuff, I'm stuck in the office with one of our cats because the other one escaped. And uh, we are trying to get him back in the house and we don't want this one to go. So I apologize for cat noises. I digress. Um, when she winds up uh, leaving and um, setting up in, she's like in the the Moors? Yeah. Or that was the, it was the, the Peak District, wasn't it? It's the Yorkshire Moors. Ooh. Are those the moors where those horrible murders took place? Yes. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and also the same moors of uh, Catherine and Heathcliff fame, where her ghost <laughs> um, roams around. Like, whoosh, <laughs> come back to me. You'll never get over me. <laughs> mm. That's my ghost noise. This is why I would be uh, a very bad ghost. <laughs> Um, but I, I enjoyed the, the shift of story to, um, to, uh, that location, you know, after she's, she, she's left. Um, I've got to say that's one of the more successful versions of that because in the 2011 version, oh my God, it's like, you're just like, oh my, this is dull and boring and Sinjin is just unbearable and the sisters are boring and just no. No, in the whole book as well. Um, in the book, she actually wanders around for days around at the time. There's like lots and lots of chapters of her just wandering around, starving and hungry and cold. Oh man! Which they cut down. Well, thank God, because I don't know that we needed they like did two a, hours. They of did it. a great job of you know just showing just showing enough for you to know that you know she had been wandering. She for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 done she done had a little little break. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. Well, her. it's <laughs> no mean, offense. No offense at her, but come on, you like spent all your money on the fucking coach. You had money. You spent it on just walk. <laughs> when you have a finite amount of resources, don't spend it all in one go. I mean, come on. Oh, but, but, you know, I'm sure that, you know, in her, her way of thinking, it was like, I need to get as far away from here as fast as I can, because I cannot, I I cannot remain anywhere near this place. I mean, it can't, can, can you imagine, can you imagine finding out that the man you've fallen in love with has a wife who he's got locked up in the other part of the <laughs> gigantic mansion. Um, and, oh, by the way, she's his wife. And so, yeah, he was going to become a bigamist. I mean, <laughs> it would have, wouldn't have been much of a problem for me because I'm not a Christian, so I would have just been like, yeah, chill, let's get married. <laughs> You're like, oh, harem, okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> morals what are those um i don't believe in hell so this ain't a problem for me. convenient so, yeah but it was it was uh god 
What a fantastic plot what twist. Fantastic. Come on. Like, give Charlotte Bronte her due. That is a plot twist and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I still remember when I watched it the first time um, and, you know, the reveal happens and I just remember going, damn, <laughs> damn. Oh no! I just find that like I, I I've always known that that plot twist was there. So like the first time I read it, like I was like I was not shocked. Um, but I, uh-huh. he's straight up telling her throughout the fucking thing, like hi. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he alludes to it so much. He lets her in the room with her. Like everyone's talking about it constantly. You're like, how does she not know? How do you not know? <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> you met her brother come on piece things together he practically tells her without telling her so by the time that it's revealed you're like yep makes sense yep like all right got you now but uh oh god um how about you um i really like this version of sinjin rivers um Mm-hmm. He's a straight up psychopath in the books and in a lot of Oh creepy. Um not just that he's like he's like very emotionally manipulative and forceful. Like we would have called that abuse of power, the way that he like he just shows up one day and he's like, You're going to learn Hindu and she's like, Okay, well yes. I can't I can't not do what he says and then for weeks he teaches her and then um when he proposes and she's like, Nah, I th- I th- I'd rather just go as your sister. He's like emotionally abuses her. He's like horrifically horrible to her. And then oh. she's like, well, I'm still not going to marry you. And he's like, what? No. Oh, You're God. still denying oh, me. What a pig. Yeah. He's the worst. I'd what a pig. Him. He's actually just somebody write a novel about how much he sucks. Yeah. Please. That would be cool. But somehow in this version, he's very nice. Like, I just feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. He is, well, he, he's, he is very restrained yeah. to a, a dangerous level <laughs> of just wanting to kind of fold himself into a wall. I mean, you know, denying himself the love of, oh gosh, I can't remember what her name is, but, uh, um, you know. Miss, well, Oliver is the last name, I can't remember. Yeah, okay, so Miss yeah. Oliver. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, denying his um, affections for her when, you know, that would have been um, one hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for him, especially since, you know, she is, she does come from wealth. And, uh, you know, that would have been a, a, a stellar match. But, you know, I guess when you're called, you're called. <laughs> I don't think he was called. This is just one awful man's ambition like yeah exactly it's just ambition over absolutely everything even like his own health jane's happiness just like that of his sisters like he is a straight up sociopath in the pursuit of his goal and i hate him i just hate him he's horrible um i really love the the actor who played him andrew bouchon i think is his name B-U-C-H-A-N. Um, he played uh, the father of yeah. the young boy who is killed in uh, Broadchurch. Yeah. And, oh my God. He made he me cry. so incredible in that. Oh, yeah. 
I was a mess. He's a bit of a man whore, though. I, yeah. Poor decisions were made. I really like um, Lorraine Ashbourne as Mrs. Fairfax. Um, she's mm-hmm. actually, I'm going to put this on the record, much a much better Mrs. Fairfax than Dame Judi Dench. Because she is um, northern. And northern people have this ability to be both very sweet and comfy and a cold, steely bitch when they have to be. And, like, they can choose, like, there's just something about that switch when she's like, <laughs> you're very young. Oh, <laughs> <Is yeah. laughs> Which, and her words cut like a knife. She's being very diplomatic, but it, like, hurts in a way that, like, only a northern lady can make you feel that way. Oh, so, okay. yeah, um, she's great. Favourite moments? I love the moment, I love the moment where the two of them first meet. Yes. And the fog. Yes. And the moody music. Yes. And the riding, and just, mm-hmm. like, it's pure drama. The dog. And he's, I mean, the dog. The dog. Pilot. He, he, he's just adorable. <laughs> oh, I love Pilot. I love at the end when she's like, well, Pilot, Pilot knows, knows me. Yes. <laughs> and there's also a scene where um, he's like barking orders at her and he goes, sit. And then Pilot sits yes. and he's like, not you, Pilot. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know, we I... love, we stand Pilot, Pilot forever. Yes, yes. Go Pilot. He's an Irish wolfhound? Is that what he was? I think. I think so. Yeah. They're just he wonderful. Looked, he looked a bit like a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilot has been so many different breeds. Um, <laughs> he's supposed he's supposed to be a Newfoundland. Um, wow. Which is, can you even imagine that running along towards you? <laughs> As you're like sitting it's there. It's a like, freaking ah. bear. <laughs> be like Beethoven or something when the, all the puppies come rushing towards you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, how about, um, you know, the, the proposal was yes. wonderful. Um, and you know, it, it, the, the concept dawning on her, like, oh my God, that's what he's doing right now. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just, it was lovely. And he's like, Jane, do you trust me? She's like, nope. <laughs> Not a bit. <laughs> Nope. That's from the book as well. Like the whole proposal is almost line for line wow. how it happens in the book, oh, cool. and it's just like, just take shit from like when you've got such good dialogue, just take it from the book. Like Absolutely. don't try and make your own shit up. Just, just go with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's one of the things about the review that um, we included in Wikipedia corner. You know, it's like. It's possible to make a successful drama by telling the story straight. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, you don't have to make it complicated and ridiculous. Um, just keep it simple, stupid. Yes, if something is this popular, there's mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like don't mess with it. Don't fuck it up. Uh, yeah, I really liked. Actually, one thing they did add, which I thought was really hilarious and I had never noticed before, uh-huh. was, you know, after the wedding when they go up to see Bertha uh-huh. and she sees Jane for the first time in her wedding dress, she uh-huh. starts screaming, 
Yes. Butter at her over and yes. over again. Butter, butter. <laughs> and starts trying to slap the shit out of her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> fair. Fair. That's a fair reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Any other favorite moments? Um, anytime Adele sings. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love her little her little pantalons. <laughs> I love that she sings these really ridiculously uncomfortable songs. It's yes. sort of like if you you had a small niece who kept singing WAP at you, you would just like... Eh. <laughs> oh my god. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> and that Rochester keeps telling these ridiculously inappropriate stories. <laughs> where he's like, he's talking about the sensuality and mm-hmm. the, everyone's beautiful and they're all out and you're like chill dude she's like seven or eight <laughs> yeah <laughs> Rochester in general is just like ridiculous mm-hmm. like from head to toe he just kept making me laugh um, especially when he's like rushing her to the altar and like dragging her I know it's like dude what's the what's the rush well of course well, we, we know. then find out what the rush is all about but does he think that, like, if they actually went through the the ceremony, that it would be, that it, that it would be valid and and uh, no, it's you know, not legally binding, like, mate. No. no, that's not how that works. No, uh, it's like no, 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 no. And honestly, I don't blame him. Like, some of my favorite characters are bigamists. Think about Jamie in <laughs> Outlander. Uh, yeah, it happens. You know, sometimes you just got to. Um, and I think like one of the things that they included uh, and emphasizes more in like this version, they had like that whole conversation about good blood and bad blood. That's entirely yeah. original. Mm-hmm. I think they did that to sort of give a modern audience a perspective on attitudes to mental illness at the time. Because I think mm-hmm. sometimes we forget the fact that Rochester's actually treating her quite well by the standards of the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He hasn't, like, thrown her in bedlam or anything like that. Exactly. She gets full-time care um, in a luxurious suite in a, like, stately home. <laughs> stately home with a magnificent view of the, the you know. <laughs> a view of, All this can be of the governess that he's trying to sleep with. <laughs> Just pay no attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And um, to be fair, she is going around biting people and trying to bl- drain their blood. So she could be a lot more restrained if you wanted her to. And setting shit on fire for fun, you know? you uh-huh. got to keep you got to keep those klepto... Is it kleptomania when you burn yeah, pyro- 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 Pyromania. Yeah, you... So she is a bit of a stealer. Um... She will steal your veil and then rip it up. Well, she's a variety of ways to fuck up your life. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Anything that you didn't like? That this isn't available in HD? (laughs) I would like some good quality vision to the visuals. Because, like, it's beautiful, but it looks fuzzy. So (laughs) it's not great. And I don't like that there even is an edited version. I think PBS... That's just wrong. You should just give us the 10 extra minutes, please. 
yeah, but you know, we've we've spoken um, ad nauseum about the uh, PBS's tendency to fuck up. <sighs> Great, but why? Programming. Why does Amazon Prime even offer that version? This one's at you, Amazon. Um, they do have a connection with um, PBS Masterpiece um, on Amazon Prime. And, in the in the US um, though, I'm obviously using the UK version where I know it's bizarre. That is just strange. It's so strange. Make it make um, sense in the immortal words of that gif. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about yeah. you? Um, I think I think the wedding was. It's not that I. It's not that I didn't like it. I just felt, um, I felt the the coming pain, the approaching um, shattering of you like poor James couldn't even life. enjoy it. You like <laughs> yeah. It's like really no no just just you know no just elope maybe just do that you know. And how did how did um, the brother find out that this was happening? Um, he okay in the novel, it, this is better explained. He happens to be friends with Jane's uncle, and he was stopping at Madeira on the way home to the West Indies, and then he was like trying to get in contact with. Oh, wait, Jane wrote her uncle to tell her she was getting married. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and so her uncle finds okay. out about the wedding um, and is like, hey, do you know of this Mr. Rochester? And then he's like, yeah, he's married to my sister. <laughs> Damn, um, okay. Actually, in okay. retrospect, they should have maybe mentioned that in the story. Yeah. 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 I don't think you necessarily need it. It just seemed it. really convenient. Yeah. That all of a sudden he's like, oh, okay, he's back. I mean, if we're going to talk about convenient, the fact that she ends up with her cousins of all people. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that she can hear Rochester's voice in her head. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, Charlotte, what were you thinking? Um, <laughs> but okay. I suppose, exactly. like, like, in the novel, it comes off a lot more as like, God's divine will, etc., etc. Like you can get away mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff with Christianity in books, um, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, not a fan. So. But you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> How about you? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the the whole oh. Jane, Jane, Jane bit. Like it's in the book, so they have to do it. But I really do hate the hearing voices in your head thing as a plot point it feels like a shorthand just like go and decide to see him again i mean come on you know not the i must go you could have gone at any point there was nothing stopping you (laughs) you're rich now yeah seriously um now did as a result of the fire did rochester lose his fortune or does he still have that? He's just now downsized. He's, he's downsized. Um, uh, like freaking gorgeous little country home. I know. I was like, I'd rather live in that place. It's in the middle of a gorgeous Exactly. Um, 
less expensive to heat, <laughs> much less creepy, um, you know, with opportunities to run into God only knows what is creeping around in there. Um, but yeah. Okay. So do I even need to ask this next question? Eleven. <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, I'd give it a 10. I'd give it a 10. I really would. I think it's, it is absolutely brilliant. Um, I was so excited when uh, we decided to watch this because I was like, yes, any day of the week, I will watch this. <laughs> Let's do it again next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> okay, so let's get to inbox. Um, they said, hi, Michelle and Rita. Thank you for suggesting Jane Eyre. I haven't seen it and I'm not typically a Bronte fan. However, this adaptation won me over. It always helps bring a novel to life when there's, when there's more time to tell the story as it is in this extended version. Oh my God, why can't I read? Um, seeing Jane and Edward fall in love, tease each other and find commonalities was sweet to watch. Of course, I wish Jane would have said heck with convention and just agreed to live with Edward without marriage. But the crazy woman in the tower probably would have <laughs> murdered Jane. <laughs> so Mrs. Bronte yes. knows best. Um, yeah. She was out here draining yeah. people's blood. Um, on fire. Yeah, it, it would not have ended well. Oh yeah, that's another scene I didn't really the whole thing with the bird and the jumping, I was like, Ugh, just let her jump <laughs> off. Like, why are we making this poetic? Oh my gosh. Um... Anyway. They continued, a few titles to add to your list. The Duchess, uh two thousand and eight with Kira Knightley. Uh, Casanova, two thousand and five, Heath Ledger, and a United Kingdom twenty sixteen, <laughs> Rosalind Pike. Keep podcasting on. It's appreciated. With good cheer, Diane. Thanks, Diane. I don't think I've heard of a United Kingdom. That is the one where Rosalind Pike is a white lady and she gets with a black man. Their relationship rocks a nation because mm. interracial marriage mm-hmm. is crazy, you know. Yeah. Mm. I'm not really sure about 20, 2005 Casanova personally because I watched the the TV show, which was actually good. <laughs> the the um, TV show with uh, David Tennant? Yeah. yeah. And then they made that movie and it... The one with the one with um, uh, da- David Tennant also has an, our favorite Rupert Henry Jones. Does it? Oh, yes. God. And there's a scene <laughs> where, where they're dancing and he's got some moves. <laughs> <laughs> In general, though, like, Casanova as a story is kind of gross. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, do we need to watch a man get with that many ladies? Mm -hmm. Do we? Do we need it in our lives? And also, The the Duchess as a movie makes me cry. So let's do it. (laughs) I'll set them all to the list. We'll save that for November. (laughs) (laughs) Because God knows, a good cry is always entertaining. Well... Sometimes you need it. Like a good yeah. clean out the pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's save it for November. Um I'm having I'm having um 
horrible thoughts that um, I will really need it on the 4th of November, but I'm trying to stay positive, stay positive, stay, <laughs> stay positive, positive. Stay, po- stay focused. So. Don't cry until you have to is exactly. my rule for life. Exactly. Exactly. So that is all from us in this week's mini-sode. We'll be back next week where we will be continuing our spooky October marathon with the brand new Rebecca. Rebecca. Uh, If that is her real name. (laughs) The film is released on Netflix on Friday. So join us next week for our fresh hot takes. Um, And if you have any other suggestions about what we should be watching after that, or just want to chat, then please get in contact with us. You can message us on our blog, email us at fan, <laughs> fancast, <laughs> fancast at gmail.com, or you can find us on your social medias, all at poldarkfancast. And as ever, please do us a favor and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, wear your masks. Don't go outside if you don't have to. I know. It's getting old, but please. Please. Please don't. Just don't listen to Boris Johnson and just stay indoors. Yeah. And social distance. Social Wash distance your hands. is important. Wash your hands. Wear the damn masks. I'll don't breathe on people. Please stop don't. breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and don't attend any White House um, events. <laughs> because that there's, a, there's an outbreak. <laughs> More cases than uh, New Zealand, right? Yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Thanks again for listening, everybody. Uh, Take care. Bye-bye. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air.
Tell me how you gonna be without me If you ain't here, I just can't breathe There's no, no end, end, no end, end.